fulfilling your ministry. And the scripture we are dealing on is Colossians chapter 4 and verse 17. Say unto Archippus, Take heed to the ministry that you have received of the Lord, that you fulfill it. Say unto Archippus, that you have received the ministry from the Lord, does not guarantee its fulfillment. Take heed, get to know what it takes, and give it all it takes to fulfill the ministry you have received of the Lord. Say unto Archippus, take heed to the ministry that you have received of the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Take heed. So we are here to start looking at issues that are crucial in fulfilling the ministry that we have received of the Lord. That scripture also suggests that any ministry you have not received from the Lord cannot be fulfilled. So it must be a ministry received from the Lord. Colossians 4, 17. Take heed to the ministry that you have received from the Lord that you fulfill it. Not a ministry you designed by yourself, but a ministry delivered from the Lord. Why? God is not committed to what he has not delivered. If the vision is not from the Lord, you will be the one to fulfill it. If it is from the Lord, you just position yourself and do what he tells you to do, and then he steps forward to fulfill it. Can I hear your amen? amen? So that we don't mistake ambitions, passion, impressions as vision. They are all different issues. A need is not equal to a calling. That there's a need is not equal to a calling on your life. For instance, we have needs today to service orphans. That need does not give you a calling to service orphans. It's a need. It's obvious. And God must have had somebody in mind that he positions there. It doesn't have to be you. So that you see a need is not equal to God calling you to make that need. Otherwise, there are needs every day must get to know that the ministry you are pursuing is received from the Lord. That is very crucial. That is very crucial that it's received from the Lord. The word take heed can be interpreted also from scriptures. <laughs> he said, giving all diligence to make your calling and election sure. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 10 so take it means give it all it requires there are fundamental requirements for the fulfillment of your ministry he said giving all diligence to make your calling and election sure many are celebrating the vision from the Lord but it's not coming true and the wonder is it the Lord who has spoken is the Lord who has spoken but there is a requirement or there are requirements that you must fulfill to fulfill that ministry giving all diligence to make your calling and election sure 
and he began to list all the things that you needed to add add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge long suffering and i say if your all these things are in you and they abide they make you to be fruitful and that you have need of nothing that is fulfillment so there are things to engage there are vital forces to engage to fulfill your ministry no ministry will fulfill itself no matter how heavenly it may appear no ministry can fulfill itself so no lazy man has a future in ministry giving all diligence if you must make your election your calling an election sure in chapter 2 of second timothy verse 3 the bible says and no one that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this world that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ and everyone that strives for mastery is not crowned except he strives lawfully so there are laws there are rules and regulations that makes you a prize winner in ministry there are rules there are regulations second timothy chapter 2 verse 3 to 5 so the word take heed does not mean just keep reciting what god has told you or start you know cramming and, and, and memorizing it and telling everybody it is giving all diligence it is striving lawfully and do you know the interesting thing it is a hard work that thou endure hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ hard work is the only way to become a high flyer if you are not a hard worker you never become a high flyer jesus said i must walk the work of him that sent me while it is day for the night comet when no man can walk this is very crucial and very vital ministry is not a calling into laziness it's not a calling into doing nothing it's a calling into doing more than normal more than what normal it's a calling to doing more than what is normal paul said i labored more abundantly than them all yet not i but the grace of god that was with me first corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10. so there are fundamental laws that you must obey to fulfill your ministry and after 24 years of trying to fulfill this i might share with you a bit of experience to the little level that i have seen what you may call fulfillment but you see fulfillment is not so much of getting results it's getting results to the level that is required by the caller but to whom much is given what the ministry of the redemption worship center has church networks in about 40 nations and have a great church out there in south carolina by the measure that is given to them so if they had 20 now they have failed because the giver has given them more than that so it's not so much about getting results 
is much more about getting results to match the expectations of the caller. For unto whom much is given, much is required. But unto whom much is given, much is required. So it's not so much of getting results and having a big church. It's so much of meeting the aspirations, meeting the expectations of the caller. Can I hear your loud amen? Can I hear your loud amen? In the eyes of a lot of people, oh, this ministry has fulfilled this calling. That may be your judgment. In the eyes of the master, maybe we have failed about four fundamental issues that ought to have taken place some five years ago, some some three years ago, some some 15 years ago, and we were asleep. We couldn't see it. Who knows? So it's important to stay spiritually awake. Can I hear your amen? amen. To stay spiritually awake. Because... It will require of you to the level that he has committed into your hands. Can I hear your loud amen? amen. It will require for, of you to the level that he has committed into your hands. So I would like to look at a few laws that he helped me to discover in the pursuit of this heavenly mandate. And I'd like you to listen very intensely as we look at them. Every calling into ministry requires everything that you are and everything that you have. The first law, therefore, is the law of total abandon. The law of total abandonment. You abandon your all in all on the altar of sacrifice to fulfill his mandate let's look at the apostles they ask this fundamental question and i want you to listen very well master we have left all what then shall we have we have left how much there are many ministries who have left nothing and yet yet they want to fulfill the ministry that god has given them we have left all matthew chapter 19 verse 28 and 29 we have left all what shall we have then and jesus said there's no one who has left father or mother or sister or wife for my sake and for the gospel who shall not have many more time many times more in this time and in the world to come life everlasting the same is repeated in chapter 20 in chapter 10 of mark verse 28 to 30. we have left all what shall we have then and jesus said there's no one who has left all who shall not have many fold more in this time Luke chapter 18 verse 28 to 30 we have left all what shall we have then now what does that mean until you have left all you may never fulfill your ministry there are many ministers today who are there in ministry for themselves they have not given anything they are only looking for how to have everything we have left all what shall we have then that is the number one law in your quest to fulfilling any divine mandate have you left all until your life becomes a seed fulfillment of your ministry is not in view until your life becomes a seed the fulfillment of your ministry is not in view until your life becomes a seed 
the fulfillment of your ministry is not in view i can speak today by the grace of god like the apostles i have left all and i have followed thee here for your personal aggrandizement your personal welfare you haven't started you have not started if ministry is to meet your family needs and live in a big house and ride a big car you are not a ministry you are in a misery misery you are in a misery you live in a miserable life you live in a miserable life we have left all that's what the apostle said that's what made the, all the difference we have left all elijah slew the oxen and said bye bye forever and went after elijah he fulfilled his ministry we have left all and we have followed thee how many understand what you are talking about the law of total abandonment until you abandon yourself to the caller your ministry may never be fulfilled this is very important there are so many strategies people try to engage they, 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 they bring in marketing strategies for church they turn church people to laboratory specimens if you do this for them on Sunday they will come this coming Sunday if you do this one they will come this coming Sunday and God is laughing in heaven how many are willing to abandon all the songwriter said in the song trust and obey one stanza said but you never can tell that the light of his love until all on the altar you lay for the favor he shows and the mercy he bestows are for them who will trust and obey trust and obey for there is no other way to be happy in jesus but to trust and obey but we never can tell that the light of his love until all on the altar we lay for the mercy he shows and the favor he bestows are for them who will trust and obey all until you lay all on the altar you don't know how how good it is you don't know how good god can be until all on the altar we lay somebody excited here today that is law number one that was the first law that the apostles had to obey to be launched into the fulfillment of their ministry we have left all and we have followed thee what shall we have then the second law for everyone that is called into ministry that desire to fulfill his ministry is the law of absolute dependency on god what do i call it the law of absolute dependency on god someone said to me in one statement brother david what can be called the secret of the exploits of the lord in your ministry and without hesitation i said absolute dependency on god absolute dependency on god is built on three scriptural philosophies i come to a point in my life that i said whatever god cannot do let it remain undone 
How many hear that? Whatever God cannot do, let it remain undone. Two, whatever God cannot give me, may I never have it. Whatever God cannot give me, may I never have it. And number three, wherever God cannot take me to, let me never get there. Absolute dependency on God. God always, God only. So that at every point in your life, the happenings is traceable to God. The law of absolute dependency on God. It's a fundamental law. You know what Jesus said? As you go, greet no man on the way. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I will take care of you. He says, salute no man. You know what that means? Lobby around no man's resources. Don't lobby around any elder in your church. Don't lobby around a core group that have money. Salute no man on the way. Carry no post, no script. I don't need your savings. I'm responsible. And in Luke 22, verse, 50, verse 35, he said, When I sent you without post or scripts or shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, Nothing. And Thomas was there. If they lack something, he would raise his hand and say, Master, we lack food, we lack transportation money. They lacked nothing. God was their only source. Is God big enough to be your source? Is God big enough to be your source? Or of absolute dependency on God. Number three law. Somebody asked me also years ago, he said, Brother David, how do you get things done so cheaply in this ministry? And I answered, without hesitation we do nothing except is commanded we do nothing except it is commandment or commanded what does that mean and that's where the third law comes out the law of divine commandment the law of divine commandment ezekiel chapter 37 is and i prophesied as i was commanded and as i beheld the bones came together flesh covered it and skin covered the flesh i i just did as commanded and god went into action when you operate as commanded you are always in command when you operate as commanded you are always in command listen to this there is no way i could have led god's people to come into this forest except that the lord commanded it it would be very stupid and crazy to move out of the city into the forest and expect people to follow church is to serve people not to serve beasts you should be in the midst of people naturally all the laws of church growth all church growth strategies research they are against this commandment but Ezekiel said and I prophesied as commanded I prophesy as commanded the law of divine commandment puts you supernaturally in command because the commander is always backing you to effect this word is somebody hearing that for God's sake are you hearing that for God's sake so you don't pack 
your ministry from one city and go to another one because you feel it is a better place if it's not commanded you will be stranded because the one backing you will not be there you don't pack your luggage from one country and move to another one because you feel it's a greener pasture before you know what you are doing you are on the floor we see that says and it comes to pass when the lord has not commanded it lamentation chapter 3 and verse 37 lamentation 3 37 and we see that says and it comes to pass when the lord commanded it not so if it's not commanded by the lord no man can bring it to pass jesus said i can of my own self do nothing as i hear so i speak so i judge and my judgment is true so jesus was operating perpetually as commanded by the father so when you and i are operating as commanded by god we will never be stranded operating as commanded is what puts you in command that is law number three you know you cannot be crowned except you strive lawfully these are fundamental laws people we only talk about prayer and fasting now you have prayed and you are fasting and nothing is happening if god has not commanded the prayer and fasting won't give it a backing it only add to your to the frustration that is law number three now we look at law number four it is the law of mentorship the law of mentorship mentorship african leaders are only recognized after they are dead it's an evil spirit leaders in africa are only recognized after they are dead by inheritance they are victims of castigations character assassinations and what have you that's why most people in africa don't have mentors nobody seems to be qualified to mentor them so they live a mentorless life and by leading a mentorless life they never reach their fullest potentials because god has arranged men on your path to bring the best of you out in life no man is an island of himself the Bible says, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? Where our fathers trod, and walk in it, and you shall find rest for your souls. Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16. And they said, no, we will not walk in it. That is too old a path to walk in. Show me any man without a mentor. You will never be able to trace leadership aura on his life. Every great leader is an offspring of another leader if you don't have any man that you are following there may not be any man following you in chapter 6 of hebrews to identify a plausible positive mentor for your life the bible said hebrews 6 and verse 12 the word of god says neither be ye slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience obtain 
the promises that is there are people who have obtained what you are striving to obtain look out for them and try to uncover their secrets and engage those secrets in the pursuit of your own life and you will soon be there can i hear your loud amen, amen. when the lord called me into ministry and i was moving into the full-time ministry the lord said to me i will not have you go as others have gone i will have your you laid hands upon according to Titus 34 and verse 9 and you shall be filled with the spirit of wisdom hallelujah don't lay your hands on yourself i have ordained someone to lay hands on you and i said lord who have you appointed to lay hands on me he said send for my servant adeboye the geo today of um, redeemed christian church and he shall lay his hands on you and you shall be filled with the spirit of wisdom all my peers in the world know i'm not operating by natural wisdom i'm operating by divine wisdom god connected me to a human source through which he would release that deposit there are certain deposits that you have with god that are channeled through certain human vessels if you despise them you will live without that deposit you die I haven't been a student of kenneth again for many years precisely 20 years after i've been following his ministry with utmost excitement the lord said to me in, the, in my study room one day he brought again out in a picture i wasn't sleeping 5 a.m in the morning and he said look at him and i looked at him he said pattern your ministry after this man of mentorship must be recaptured by everyone if you don't have a mentor today we can't be sure of your future tomorrow mentorship guarantees the future of everyone i'm sure you'll be glad to know every year hands are laid on me by the men that god has arranged on my path every year every year that's why my head is never dry of oil every year last week saturday one of my mentors poured oil on me afresh and he said go forth and see God's hand the way you have never seen before. And it's happening. There are many people that hand has been laid on them only once in their life. The oil has run dry longest time. He said, let not your head lack oil. That is, let the oil stay fresh. Let the oil stay fresh. Let the oil stay fresh. The last prayer that Egan prayed for me before he left fresh oil fresh oil lord fresh oil keeping it ever fresh fresh oil and he's speaking till now greatness have passed in the front of many people without recognizing it the law of mentorship the law of mentorship the law of mentorship the number four five law i think number five now the number five law is the law of focus say with me the law of focus the law of focus the law of focus jesus said if your eye is single your whole body will be full of light matthew 6 22 if your eye be single your whole body will be full of light if your eye be single in first kings chapter 20 and verse 39 and 40 
there was a prophetic parable here why the king the prophet disguised himself as wounded in the war front and then the king was passing by and one of the warriors said keep this captive if he goes your life will go for it and he said as i was busy here and there he was gone there are too many here and there people they do everything that comes per day they are always following the vogue of each day this is what they are preaching now let's come back to it this is what is the hot cake in town let's come back to it lack of focus can make you lose your ministry lack of focus can make any man lose his ministry the more focused you are the more fruitful your ministry becomes the more focused you are the more fruitful your ministry becomes again was running his all faith crusade a week to the time they passed he stayed on his assignment perpetually billy graham has stayed on the message of salvation since the beginning he has not drifted one inch from it there is a vogue of the healing ministry he didn't join them there is a vogue of church ministry church growth ministry he didn't join them he has remained focused on his own assignment and what a joy that today is listed among the six people that changed the last century for staying on a simple message the simplest message in this world you may never be able to touch any revelation in that message but that's the one he was given and he stayed with it he's been saying the same thing every day okay nice time come on now don't waste your time jesus is waiting for you and everybody old and young they are going focus focus you know when jesus came into i mean in his earthly ministry he was meeting the literal needs of people and so they wanted to make him a king john chapter 6 and verse 15 and when jesus perceived that they were coming to force him to be a, a king he fled that's not where he belongs he stayed true to his mission till the last day till the last day till the last day there are ministers here who are always running around government houses that might finish your ministry in no time this is what jesus said for to this end was i born and for this cause came i to the world that i may bear witness unto the truth he stayed with one reason for which he came would you stay with the one reason for which you are here that will make all the difference these are fundamental laws that enhances fulfillment of your ministry amen the law of total abandonment the law of absolute dependency on god the law of operating by divine commandment the law of mentorship and then the law of focus